0: Hey guys, before we start, I just want to thank you for your support by listening. It would really help us if you subscribe, share, and leave us a rating and review. We would really appreciate it, and let's get started.
1: I feel like even in his choice of a woman, he's basically saying, I'm following my mom's footsteps. I'm not loyal to the throne. I'm loyal to love. I'm loyal to my heart. I'm loyal to uh, authentic relationship. Onyx fam, welcome to The Onyx Life, where change comes with challenge. Every episode, we take you on a journey, moving you from the struggle life to the Onyx life, creating happy homes, financial empires, and exploring the lighter side of life. My name is Murthel.
0: And I'm Rita. Today, we are going to be talking about our meet and greet, and also some new things that are happening in the news, Uh, Priyanka Chopra and the Jonas Brother wedding, and Meghan Markle and all that drama. So let's start with the hot topics first. Okay. For example, I am kind of floored by how quickly the press has turned against Meghan. Not just the press, but it seems like the royal household palace. First, we started hearing her assistant quit after six months. We started hearing that she was demanding about a certain tiara she wanted at the wedding. We heard that Harry said, listen, what Meghan wants is what Meghan gets and stuff like that. First, they used to be the darlings. Well, Harry was a darling for years and years and years. And I felt like when Megan came on, there was so much love and there was so much hope and there was so much like she's going to modernize this this um, old stuffy monarchy. And all of a sudden, it just seems like um, the hate is just just intense. It's really intense. I mean, there's always like there's like two to three stories every day about how awful she is. And how she is just ruining Harry, ruining royal the royal family, um, bringing drama. No one likes her. Um, she's a social climber. She's pushy. She doesn't want to live um, next to the hair, uh, William and Kate. So she's now dividing brothers. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I'm so surprised by how quickly that happened. And it's sad. Because I think that the original sentiment of her being a fresh breath of air to the or breath of fresh air to the monarchy in England was accurate. I think she's going to have an American direct personality right. because that's who she is. So why are we expecting her to act like Kate? She's not a Kate. Kate nothing's wrong with Kate. No. But Kate is b- born and raised and acted very differently than an American Completely born different. and raised. Completely the way
1: Megan was right, completely different cultural backgrounds. So there's a lot of cultural things that are going on here that I think that they're making it out to be bigger than it really is, because they because from a cultural perspective they're probably offended. But I mean, is this a moral issue? These are not moral issues. She's not a evil person at heart. Right. she's, she's just, not cheating. She's just American. Nothing. You know what I mean? Like right. she's, um, you got some differences also in family makeup. She comes from. Uh, black mother, white father um, that brings a certain level of differences in her story um, versus where Harry and them, they're just English and British, like through, through and through, you know, um, and they've just had centuries and centuries of that kind of makeup. Even Kate Middleton has the same type of cultural makeup. So there's certain things that you're just not going to rub. You don't know, like, for instance, with me and you like you're American. If I married a West Indian Canadian, then there would be certain issues that would never arise because where there's differences, you're going to have to like blend and mesh and become familiar with one another. Um, And so like just something small is like I may make ackee and saltfish and you're like, wait a second. These looks like eggs. Hey, let me try some. Oh. This tastes disgusting. It's not <laughs> eggs, but you know you didn't have. And it's just little simple, little cultural things. Um, they're 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 becoming offensive, and I think that the royal family is ultra protective of their culture, not just the British culture, but the royal culture. So that's playing a role too.
0: One of the funniest things I heard was when she asked for air fresheners for the St George's Chapel where she was married.
1: Well, that's what we thought... Americans do. If something smells, we we freshen it up with a scent
0: yeah but i mean i'm sure british people do that too but it was just so offensive to them that this this venerated chapel where the queen worships and you know stuff like that was was looked down on and i could see megan's point she's coming in it's her wedding right hey maybe we can do something about this draft or this you know mustiness but
1: i mean i know that i know that megan probably has had i know she's lived predominantly probably more um from uh Caucasian perspective but yet at the same time I don't think that you could ignore or she could even ignore some of the issues that she had to face as a biracial person. I'm sure she has had to face those. Yeah. And and sure. that plays a role in probably her sensitivities, um her, the way that she's able to view things and I know that the 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 palace has to be severely challenged by her black side because her mother is now out in england and it's a stark reminder like they cannot just ignore it anymore right her mother's a stark reminder that a black person is now there and they have not for centuries related to black people on the level that they're going to now have to relate to her like wasn't there this racist woman that was like making all sorts of comments like they can't even feel comfortable around the table because what they could probably talk about in front of the servants who are invisible now they're going to be talking about one of their own's wife right this is this is this is big time you well, know i
0: feel like it's just so disingenuous to uh welcome her welcome you're so welcome you're so we love you i'm so glad you're here to then just like you know she's pregnant now and instead of Helping her not be so stressed out during the pregnancy. It's as almost if they're trying to cause something. Right. Cause an issue. I'm not trying to put out a theory or a conspiracy theory. I'm just saying that out of all the times to keep flooding the news with horrible news is when she's pregnant. Well,
1: racism is real. And every case of racism is not necessarily KKK level racism where right. they're overtly racist. There's a lot of racism that abides in every culture, including blacks, including every every race. There's racism and we have to confront it when we see it. So, for example, I think that most people don't want to be racist, even though there may be some racism residing in each one of us. So
0: you think this is all racism?
1: No, I don't. But I'm just dealing with this for now. So so you reach out. Okay, America is trying to deal with their racial background. They reach out and they say, you know what? I want to give this biracial man a try, Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. So they vote for him. And I think that they vote with all good intentions that they would like to give him a try. And they're going to look beyond race in order for that to take place. But then all of a sudden, when, you know, when he gets in, all of a sudden, if things don't work out very well, as far as their perspective is concerned, and things don't go the way they want, then all of a sudden it becomes so easy to now become mean, like just mean and racist, just outright racist. And the same people that voted for him then turns around and acts towards a president like they've never acted towards any other president. And, and it becomes a very racially charged thing. So the question now becomes no inertly they don't realize that they may have this racism inside of them but once they have that once they're tempted all of a sudden now everything is racist 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 so england may be going through some of that same kind of baggage it's sort of like oh we're good enough i I think i think that we don't have a problem with race but the moment that the person comes in it's almost like racism comes out like and they realize I don't think I was ready for this <laughs> do you know what she just did she wanted to put on this she wanted to do that and there's a lack of sensitivity to some just common things like for instance she comes from a broken home she comes from a home where her father and her mom broke up and different things The, you know I mean that's probably one of the areas where her and, and, and the prince can relate on because of the brokenness that he experienced with Diana and so they probably bonded in some of these areas but you know Take a person like Kate Middleton who came from a very stable family. There's going to be certain things that the ways that she acts that's going to be slightly different.
0: Well, I want to transition actually from that to my other theory that the press was so in love with Megan that it was making the people who are responsible for the PR for Kate look like, what are you guys doing? She can't replace me in the public eye.
1: So you think that this is a strategy from Kate Middleton's I don't um, think that, I,
0: I don't know Kate Middleton at all, so right. I'm not, I'm not blaming her. But her publicist. But I'm seeing that the, the publicist, they have to make her look like, you know, she's number one because right. she's going to be the queen one day and right. she, I, you know, it's going to be queen consort, but still. Sure. I feel like there are people in the palace who are like, wait a minute, we have to knock Megan down a. A peg or two to make sure that she is not as revered as the as Kate and Kate can't be as revered as as the, the queen. queen right now. And, right. And, 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 you know, unfortunately, so everybody I don't even needs their own place. Camilla, because oh, no, Camilla's, Camilla's had is. her own challenges and they're working hard to make her be loved. But other than that, I think that people... We're like, wait a minute, we need to slow this roll because now she's pregnant and, and now they're going to have this biracial baby. It's going to be a fascination. How do we get people to remember
1: that, that she's that not that in there's line, a
0: stable, right. English bred and born um, woman who's about to be who, who has not had made a mistake in all these years, you know, um, with the royal family. And she family. is stable. She is stable. And how do we remind people and how do we compare and contrast? Right. Oh, I know how. Let's just demonize Megan.
1: Right. And and some of the things that they may be talking about, there may be some validity to it, but they don't they don't have to frame it in the way that they're framing it. They could frame it with some compassion. They could frame it with some understanding. You know, she's coming from a checkered past with some challenging issues. And I just think that right. they're 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 not looking at this with understanding, but I think you're right. I think that they are trying to utilize or use some of these common things that happen in marriage and happen in families when they come together, they're trying to use that against her to, to lift up Kate. And that's probably a huge part of what's going on.
0: I think another disturbing thing that um, that I read was that Kate burst into tears from some hostile uh, dress fitting for her daughter for Megan's wedding. Now, nobody gave any real details. Why did she burst into tears? We don't get really any Right. thing from it but i find that to be very sad because that has to have been a lot of stress for someone to cry and i and so I are they trying to this. are they
1: trying to insinuate that megan was getting upset See, that's the
0: thing they didn't make it they didn't um give us details to let us know was megan even there like what right. was happening because i i just sincerely doubt that megan was even there right. but i don't know they're insinuating she was and then there was another report that Kate had to talk to Megan because Megan said something rude to one of Kate's staff. So there's just a lot of stuff. But I've learned, mm-hmm. I've learned with the whole Princess Diana thing that I used to think so many things were fake. Oh, this is fake and that is fake. But right. when she did her book with Andrew Morton, I realized, whoa, all that stuff that was planted was real.
1: was real. It right. was
0: real. It was like, because I remember hearing she threw herself down the stairs and they're like, come on. Like, these people are so extra. And right. then she's in her book detailing, this is why I did it. And I tried to do it again. And all sorts of stuff. Whoa. And you're just like, whoa, this stuff right. is real. You know, our recorded conversations. All those things were real. So um, I just feel like where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, and I do so- think
1: I do think that some things are happening. Yeah. And, um, and I do think that Megan is shaking some things up. I mean, everything about her past her family background um even being an american americans we just generally yeah we're very assertive assertive and pushy, and
0: but you know another thing too that what i think is sad is how they're trying to frame it like she's breaking up the brothers but i feel like adults know this they know that when a man finds the woman he wants to spend the rest of his life with the confidence level goes up Right. The dedication and commitment to that woman is like laser focused right. It's not all about pleasing his brother and his wife Right. It's about establishing himself, saying that I'm going to be the protector. I'm going to be the covering. I'm going to make sure that I keep my wife happy. That's right. I'm getting a child now. I'm having a child now. So that means that I now have to establish a legacy for my children. That's it right. changes a whole mindset. Oh, yeah. So they can't expect Harry to still be the tag along brother.
1: No, it's no. It's unrealistic. It changes his whole role changes and then they're going to do- now put it on her. Um, You know, it's interesting, but... I think that the way that harry and the way that his brother dealt with his the mother's tragedy dealt with the mother's story the tragic story of his mother is now playing out in two different ways one son has accepted the reality of what happened to his mother accepted certain realities of what role he's going to have to play He's able to push that narrative aside, the hurt aside, the questions that he probably has as to why his mother died early. And he's able to push it away for the loyalty of the throne. And probably he's able to do that because he realizes that he's going to be the king one day. And so he has to do that. While the other brother, who does not feel that same responsibility to the throne, still questions, why did my mom die so early? Why did my dad divorce my mom? What, what, was, what was this pain and this hurt that my mom had? And it, I feel like even in his choice of a woman, he's basically saying, I'm following my mom's footsteps. I'm not loyal to the throne. I'm loyal to love. I'm loyal to my heart. I'm loyal to uh, authentic relationship. And you know what? Try and kill me or, or try and do what you did to my mom or try to. I don't, I don't know what happened, but you know what? I don't like it and i'm not gonna play your game and i'm and, and and that same rebellious spirit that i believe diana had in her last few years that you know that ended up in tragedy i feel like the son is kind of like taking on that same rebellious spirit yeah he's ready to fight
0: well by choosing megan that was that was sealed oh yeah he was, in was the fight almost like for the oh rest yeah? of his life right so anyway so that's a lot of drama so i also wanted to kind of talk about the wedding with um priyanka chopra and is it nick jonas yeah nick jonas and just like the um the lavish lavish mm-hmm. ceremony it is unreal
1: oh you know what um do you, do you feel that it was more lavish than Meghan markles
0: wow that's funny that you say that because one is royal and one is like Right. Almost. But to be honest, in some ways, yes, because in India, I don't even know if you can compare, though, because Indians, Indian cultures, it doesn't even matter if you're royal. Like like their receptions are like all over the top. And it's such a wonderful thing.
1: I love it. I love I love Um, to see their celebration. I love the colors. I love it was like
0: a huge production. Right. I saw this like dance off they did for like the party before the ceremony. Mm -hmm. And it was between the two families. And when I heard when I read it in the news, I was thinking it was like a get together and they danced a bit. No, no. OK, when I saw the pictures of it, no, it was a straight like stage. It was Bollywood I production mean, like a little stage. I mean, like big Broadway looking kind it of was stage Bollywood. with the lights and everything. Like right. this has been rehearsed for months. Like I right. couldn't even believe it. This was like a big production. I mean, I literally think that they that this is some they sort rehearse, of wedding special right. coming out soon because right. there's just absolutely no way this was just for family
1: you know it's interesting um another reason why i feel that um it would get more attention and people are really talking about the elegance of it probably even more than Meghan markle you know um, not to go back to that subject but just to show again the whole downplaying of Meghan markle and making sure that she was dressing less than and a plain dress when it clearly you know there's a lot of things that why megan probably is struggling with her role because mm-hmm. there's such this intentionality mm-hmm. of downplaying her looks or downplaying anything about her to make sure that she's always in the shadows right. And so like this, her
0: dress like megan's dress I, I still don't understand it it was yeah it was simple but it was baggy on her right and it just was not nice but when Priyanka's dress like she had two dresses one she had the traditional Indian dress right for the um, ceremony on Sunday I think and then on Saturday she um, had a Christian ceremony so it was like the regular white dress with the oh veil. really
1: wow okay. and
0: her dress was beautiful wow. you know what I love I love when I see a dress that is very conservative, not to say everyone has to do this, but I love to see the creativity when people are in a conservative culture, but yet they're able to make the dress look just beautiful. So although the sleeves were all the way down to her wrist and the collar was all the way up to her neck, there was um, sheer, it was sheer, but with lace, and oh my goodness, the, the veil was, enormous like the whole dress was so beautiful and so then she, her oh, her indian um traditional um dress was gorgeous and then she had the bangles and the henna i mean it yeah was i was gonna beautiful. i was gonna ask about
1: that the henna it was
0: beautiful did she
1: have did she have that henna on her yeah she arms
0: did it's just it was beautiful. Wow. I, I just think that this was uh, one of the best planned weddings I've ever, ever seen. And I haven't even seen the whole thing. Wow. But every picture coming out of the parties, the wedding, the reception, the pictures after. And I mean, I just, I'm just looking at them, just like, wow. So Shalom says to me, it's my oldest daughter, that's the kind of wedding I want. And I was like, <laughs> Well, you know what you better think again because first of all there were like hundreds hundreds of people there I I don't know that many people and even if I did there's just absolutely no way. I could have that kind of wedding Mm -hmm. It was this one was seriously sponsored by several companies Products brands whatever you want to call it sponsorships like crazy left right and center She's on people magazine now. This is this was a this was an event, and I bet she had to pay very little for her own from her own pocket.
1: Wow! They're saying that her uh, her gown um, by Ralph Lauren was decorated with two million pearl sequins.
0: That was so beautiful.
1: That is that So, is You guys crazy. see?
0: So this is. I just want to point out something. Do you see the difference? Just a little difference with culture. So Marthele pronounces it Ralph Lauren, and then sequins. And then from an American point of view, it's Ralph Lauren sequins. But just even the little thing like that, I bet you Megan is saying things in England. And, and they annoying going, them? No, no, that's not how we say it.
1: It's a crumpet. It is not.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. It's, yeah, a, like, it's,
1: it's a biscuit. It's not a cookie. Wait, wait okay? what do you
0: guys call the napkins again?
1: A, a serviette, serviette. Right? serviette. A
0: serviette. No, it's a serviette. And she's probably like, uh, so it's not a napkin. And they're going, no, a napkin is what you wrap a baby in and you know for the for the for the you know for i don't what do they call it in england do they call it a washroom i don't know what no, they call but, it the toilet the, the, is loo, it bathroom
1: the loo, loo The loo.
0: and she's like mm, that's not a diaper i mean like it goes on and on and on the just the smallest things the right the smallest smallest things right anyway just wanted to touch on those two things so
1: there's a lot of stuff going on in england because even in the youtube world um there are two um youtubers um that are brothers that is kind Of beefing a little bit, um, and it's just really interesting. Um, what are the names again? What's that guy's name?
0: KSI and Deji
1: and Deji, yeah. So, apparently, um, I, we, I don't know exactly what went on, but what the news is kind of saying is is that uh, Deji, which is KSI's brother, younger brother, he was uh, got into a beef with one of KSI's friends, um, and then he ended up, um, that that person ended up dissing him and went on a diss track. And so in order to get the guy back, he released some private information that KSI paid for that friend's wedding. And the way that he got the information was he went into his brother's bank account and took a, a snapshot of the amount of money that was used to pay for it. And he did not have his brother's. The drama is that he did not have his brother's bank code. The only other person that had his brother's bank code was his parents. And so KSI right now is, you know, rightly so perturbed that his parents would have gotten involved in this particular situation to give his brother the bank code and all that kind of stuff. But I
0: saw an interview today. They were asking Deji, like, what, what is his feelings on it? And he was like, look, I don't want to talk about it. Mm. There's a whole lot more he said to the story. And I I believe it. And I don't take sides because I really am not familiar with that whole thing. Right. That much. But I think the main reason why we're even talking about it is that, you know, we keep seeing this with YouTube brothers, Logan and Jake, Deji right. and KSI. Um, and the parents
1: having to get involved. Right. And how money can separate. And right. you and really it, and have it, to. And it
0: strikes up to the heart of what we do because we have our kids who are all, you know, YouTubers and in social media. And I think that we say to ourselves, like, okay, how do we keep this type of thing from happening because we strongly believe that when you start to make a lot of money it really gets in the way of relationships it can I should say get in the way of relationships and the competition and then you know who do the parents you know who are they proud of more and Mm -hmm. uh, it's just it's, it's a lot and of course we really I really don't know about the situation but it's just the fact that they are feuding and it is public it's pretty sad. and that's sad, too, because now, you know, you should be able to have whatever issues you have with your family without everyone taking sides and egging it on.
1: Right. And I think that um, we really strive to make sure that um, we are given equal time and that um, right now we it's a family business and we make sure that we relate to everything about the business in a way that everybody feels that we're being fair. And that's so important. Um, You know, this weekend um, was a huge weekend for us. And, you know, and the same is true. Like we just in everything that we do, including uh, this weekend, we had our first fan meet and greet. And we constantly are mindful to make sure that all of our children are in the right frame of mind, that we are constantly rehearsing. You know, this is a family business. You know, if even in preparation just to make everybody understand that maybe fans may have their favorites or whatever the case may be. But me and your mother, we don't have any favorites and Mm -hmm. it's okay for fans to have their favorites. And, you know,
0: that's the thing about Onyx kids. It just it can't even work without everybody. Right. Because everyone brings such a different flavor.
1: Right. So so Shiloh and Shasha are the main characters to the show, but it's so interesting because the side characters, which is Sinead and Shalom, who are older, they can't really play the main characters because of their age. They're so much older that the kids want to make sure that they are relating. We want to make sure that we're relating to our audience. And so we use the, the younger ones are the main characters so that they can relate to the demographic that we actually serve in Onyx Kids. And so but we always are encouraging and making them know listen, we can't have one without the other. You know, some of these side characters, they they sometimes make that skit um, hilarious, while the two main characters gives gives it solid foundation Mm. and it, it allows the fans to relate to them as if they're their friends. And so both of them lend to the whole production in two different ways, but makes it what it is.
0: Right. And the meet and greet. I will say this from the moment that we got into town. Um, we feel like, um, it it just, it started probably even the night before, you know, we're preparing everything, we're getting everything out and, um, and ready. We're packing up the car because while we live close, we still wanted to stay at a venue. I mean, at a place that was basically maybe down the street from the venue because we had everybody meeting us there. Mm -hmm. So it wouldn't have been, Feasible if we had um, put if we had actually stayed where we live and then go in. It just was a little bit too far out. But anyways, as we get there, we are. I don't know. For me, I probably won't do Airbnbs anymore. I just I don't like it. It it always has a facade. Uh, It's like a facade of nice, but it's not really. I just think. I don't know the picture is always shinier than what really really is there like for example i thought the house that we had was going to be fully gated didn't you think from the picture it
1: did the the gates were the way that they made it look like the whole property was surrounded by these gates but it actually was just a driveway just a
0: little gate with the driveway that stays open that
1: stays open anyhow so it wasn't fully right. gated around but they mm-hmm. they took a really good shot to to, mm-hmm. to, to give that illusion you, it was a nice house though i mean it was a nice house it just
0: well we walk in and yes it looks nice but you see the wear and tear right and so this is the second Airbnb that I've done and this is what I've seen like the picture made it look shiny new Wow luxury and then when you get in it looks worn Older than I was expecting right and wear and tear and I feel like it's because these owners don't live there So it's like they right. don't really invest in it
1: They don't invest in it and you know and then you know if you let strangers in your home It's gonna have wear and tear, you know, Um, but it's, it was a overall, I think it was overall a really great experience. The fans were so excited. We were so excited to meet them. It was our first. Yeah, and but it being I, our first was just like...
0: Right. But I want to say one more thing about the house. I thought this was kind of funny. <laughs> so the fridge and the stove only have, what, maybe a foot in between? Yeah. So The
1: door almost bumps up against right. the stove. So you're going to have to
0: make a choice. You, you either you're gonna go in the fridge or you're, or you're gonna, gonna go on the stove, <laughs> but you cannot sit there sideways do <laughs> and do both. You just can't. Um, it's like I feel that they probably put that in after, mm-hmm. but it was, it was, it's a really ridiculous, it was a really ridiculous um, flow of the kitchen. Um, you could, and even if you were in the fridge, don't even try to get out the drawer because you can stand in front because you'd be right up against the stove. I'm sorry, but if you have something actually cooking and need something in the fridge that's dangerous
1: well it you know it's interesting but everybody that came there because after the meet and greet now and i want to get into the meet and greet because i want you guys to hear about this meet and greet but after the meet and greet we had an after party and all of the creators google colors nyan ellie and a few other creators that are in our bu network they came over uh, for the after parties we had some you know um certain industry people that were interested in our channels that want to talk to us about business ventures outside of youtube they also flew in uh to be a part of this venue and then we had a chef uh, a celebrity chef um him and his daughter his daughter actually was on uh top chef and uh top chef junior and um And she came in second place that night. That night, they actually aired the finale and she came in second place. Anyhow, they were there also at the venue. They were the ones that actually catered the venue. And so, going back to Rita's story about this stove, here you got these top chefs coming in that are doing our party. And they're just like, what's up with this stove that's so close to the fridge? And it's just like, you know, uh, fortunately, they had done the preparing of the food off-site so that they didn't have to deal with that but even they noticed that anyhow so i want to get back to the meet and greet we were excited i mean this is our first okay um we first time that we're engaging our fans in this way and it was so rewarding to watch the amount of people that showed up the excitement our
0: anxiety prior to people coming was Leading up to the meet and greet, as we had kind of indicated before on our other podcast, we were concerned that people would not show or there would be or we would be inundated with people.
1: Right. For if you didn't hear that podcast or I I can't remember which one it was, what we explained is because it was our first one, what we ended up doing was we ended up um, making it a free event okay and that's kind of a rookie move especially with the demographic that we have they're old enough to register and so these young kids are registering without their parents permission and some of them when we started making phone calls realized that there's not an adult behind this registration we panicked because we're like oh my goodness like what if everybody was doing this and we don't know what the numbers are so we had to open back up the registration which left us vulnerable because we are like okay we wanted to keep this down to only 150 fans that's it we want to keep it small so that we can do something big for them and we can connect with them and talk with them on an intimate level and now it's like we had to open it up and now we don't know whether we're gonna get thousands or if we're gonna get like right. two <laughs> and it was just so nerve-wracking we,
0: yeah we were calling and People were like, "I never heard of this." And were people were from like, India. Oh, I, or... I just signed up because I wanted to see if I would get in, and right, we were really stressed. I think that was probably one of our biggest stressors.
1: It really was. But when
0: and but when we actually arrived, see all the families we had met us at our Airbnb. And then we all traveled in together. And when we all came in, we saw a nice lineup. Yeah. And I think it was just and a the crowd really
1: just p- kept on growing. And then it went around the building and it was just like parking
0: lot. Yeah. It, it was just so many people.
1: It was. And we didn't intend for it to be that way because we wanted it to be intimate. But like I said, because we could not control the factors anymore, we kind of opened it up and then closed it quickly again. And in that brief moment in time that we had opened it up and Uh, To the public um, It generated that many people And you know And we were just grateful That the event turned out quite well
0: Oh yeah It was really really good I think everybody there Was just so gracious The one thing I wish though Was that in our next event That people can take pictures With all the families Or all the channels We had to kind of have people choose which channel because we had so many people right that if had we all said let's take a picture with everybody it would have been we would have been there for hours Well, oh, we would
1: not have gotten hours
0: through. on end we would not have seen everybody
1: we actually ended the program right when we said that we would end it so that we were done by four o'clock and mm-hmm. i don't think that we would have been able to do that if we if we hadn't done it that way
0: first of all i was already exhausted after an hour <laughs> i was i was exhausted right. i was like oh my goodness i'm tired i'm sweating um, my, my shoulders and stuff started aching because I have no idea. I think it was tension. I saw right. another person, um, who, who was the other, one of the other channels, he was rubbing his shoulders and I'm like, you're, you're tense too. And he was like, yeah, I don't know what it is. Whoa. And it was, it was a lot, but, but it was so just, happy. Okay.
1: So some highlights. We had families coming in from all over. Mm-hmm. We had people buying their tickets from miami flying in with their kids we had people driving with like seven of their kids people or seven from new york from new york from pittsburgh from you know um one and one family came in from london for us yes and they you know flew in and flew back out the next day so, and it was just
0: so murthel said you know what i have to do something extra for these people who came in from afar and he got the names and numbers of everyone that came in from afar. And then the next day, um, we had breakfast at a, at a IHOP with everybody. So right. it was an IHOP full of all these kids and their parents and all these all these people. The not people just kids. It was like teenagers as well. So Some people's yeah.
1: flights had to go back out. So it's not everybody that was able to come. But quite a few came. Quite a that, few. That drove. Yes. And they just decided, ooh breakfast with the onyx family Mm -hmm. okay we'll we'll just wait one more night and drive out and this was such a sacrifice I was just so impressed by uh, the love that the parents and the support that parents show their children that really impressed me because you know just to see the parents say okay this channel really means a lot to my child I see them investing a lot I am gonna take the time to sacrifice and drive these long distances just so that they will be able to spend literally like two minutes that was it. That's all that we could have really given the fans at the point in time was two minutes because we had to get pictures with everybody and to and so they had a brief pre show because it was really a meet and greet. It wasn't like sort of like a tour where we do a full program. It was just a brief meet and greet. And it was just amazing that they were willing to make that kind of sacrifice. And it well, just Well, because
0: what I realized is that although it was free, the there was an actual investment that was still made regardless. And that investment was the fact that they had to purchase, most people had to purchase a hospital. Did I say hospital? <laughs> yeah, purchase a hotel. A hotel to get purchase gas, a, um gas, right, rent a gas, car, or plane tickets. Per, and, yeah, so it's like, wow. So they really did have to make an and investment. And then regardless. it happened
1: to rain, and they were out there in the rain. Like, they were just like, okay, we're doing this. Like, we didn't come all this way to go back now. So. Like they were so loyal and it was such a it was such a wonderful time um, getting to know some of the families. When we were able to sit down at breakfast, they started sharing a little bit more about their favorite shows on Onyx Family. And one family, um, actually a few families said that they dedicate one night a week to watching Onyx Family and Onyx Kids and Onyx Life all together. And that's sort of like and it just it I I, I don't know that did something that's for nostalgic. me.
0: Nostalgic. That's what right. we would do with Cosby, with Cosby Show, Show. And, and some other shows. And family shows, ties. Right. Family ties. We'd Cosby Show. We all watch Show. it together as right. a family. When we heard that, we were like, yes. Wow, this that, is was our the, that was our mission. That right. was
1: our mission. We have accomplished it. Like, right. check. You know, we are influencing the culture just like how um, th- those great shows. Cheers. And Mm -hmm. the different, you know, family shows that people would gather around and watch together. And I just felt really proud in that moment to know that we had accomplished that with our audience.
0: And one lady was there and she had just finished chemo and she brought her daughter. She brought her parents and she also brought her daughter. And she kept getting up from the table at breakfast. And I asked her mom and dad, like, is she feeling okay?" No. She said, oh, yeah, she had just finished chemo for breast cancer. And I noticed that her head had been wrapped, but she, they all wanted to do this for her daughter, their granddaughter. That's how special we felt when, I mean, we felt so special that someone would take the time right. after having chemo. We know your body is exhausted. Exactly. We know that the last place you want to be is with a bunch of screaming kids. And for them to do that and they stayed for hours for the breakfast. It was
1: amazing. It was
0: it was amazing. And they were from Maryland and
1: Wow, so they came all the way from Maryland. That yes. had to have been like about eight hours
0: Oh yeah, it was at least. More.
1: more than eight hours, more. right. Yeah. So it's just it's it's just incredible the level of dedication that our fans have. We wanted to make it special to them so we we were willing to spend, make sure that they each got some special gifts that reflected Our appreciation for them
0: re-energized us. It let us know, like, because we guys, we're gonna be honest, we had kind of hit a wall.
1: Oh man, we're tired. We were
0: tired. Right. We were planning this meet and greet, so it was taking out everything to plan this meet and greet. We were also just tired creatively. It was just a lot. But seeing the fans, seeing their loyalty, we were like, no, we have to deliver. We have to. It reminds me of this um, person I was watching a long time ago on YouTube. I still kind of watch him, but the, he was in the, the vegan community. And this was when I was turning vegan, so I started subscribing to all of these vegans. And one thing he always said was, be loyal to your fans. They're loyal to you. Be loyal back. Post content. Give them content. Give them what they want. You don't expect your your fans to stay loyal, and you don't give them anything. Right. And um, people would take these breaks, or they would say, um, or they just would stop with no word, no nothing. And he was like, "You don't love your fans if you do that. You don't you don't appreciate your fans." And what he would do, um, he's he's like the only one, one of the only ones that still consistently post content after all these years because he believes very strongly that when you have people who follow you, who subscribe to you or whatever it is, they deserve the best of you. And I'm not saying that you are beholden to them in every way, but in some ways you are because that's the kind of connection that you've built. If you're asking for their support and their loyalty, you got to give them something back. And you got to be consistent. You know, let people know what's going on. You don't have to tell people your private business. Right. But tell people you're on a break. Don't just stop. Right. And you, you know what I'm saying? So By the
1: way, everybody, we were on a break <laughs> and on this podcast and um and we've been back after 2 weeks. And uh, yeah, I just try to take your advice, but I guess it might be too late.
0: Might be a little bit late. Right.
1: (laughs) No, but we truly we appreciate all our fans. We appreciate all our listeners um, on this podcast. We truly do appreciate. And the reason why we did take a break is because this fan meet and greet was coming up. It was exhausting having to deal with some troubleshooting to do with some of the issues. And so it just found us super, super busy um trying to get all those things done and we just did not have enough time to get on this podcast but if you noticed it was over this weekend and we're right back on because we right. wanted to we connect with even you guys do a
0: podcast for monday we were exhausted, oh, we're
1: exhausted. we drove in we, we
0: were exhausted
1: some of our kids are sick because you know when you start you know uh rubbing shoulders with little kids um they got all these germs. <laughs> And our kids are like homeschooled, so they don't have like super a lot of contact with kids picking up germs every single year during the school season. They go to church
0: and they go to other activities, right? But like, but but school is a different monster. And close, we were hugging and then. Let's just say there were a lot of kids, and there were some even younger ones who had colds and runny noses. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, yeah. So it was a great meet and greet. I'm really happy we did that, and I think that we are ready to do it again probably next year somewhere
1: right and now we're realizing like you know we came back and and a few of um you know the influencers that came to check us out a lot of them were saying you know what you guys did a lot like you took on a lot of responsibility do you understand that there's a lot of people that can do things for you and when we got back there are a few people that are working with us on different projects and they were like you guys went on a meet and greet. Oh, I wish that you had told us. We would have paid for the whole thing and we would have done this and we would have done that. And we're just like, oh, wow. okay. Wow. Okay. So this is how it happens in the big times where you don't have to pay for anything. Everybody sponsors. And
0: and the thing is, Myrtle, like, honestly, I have to touch on this. <laughs> he, Myrtle, had to be basically the event planner, registrar, everything. Because there were just so many... Well, first Things of all, I didn't want to, to do. I and know. I went with this
1: company and I will make sure I keep this company's name. Not, you know, I won't disclose what their company's name is because I'm not going to do that to them. But nevertheless, this person presented themselves as like I've worked, worked with YouTubers right. and I've done this and that. And yeah, I'm you know, I can work with you. And when I ended up, you know starting to work with this person all of a sudden i started hearing all these excuses of why they didn't get this back to me why they didn't get that then they're telling me that they went to the doctor then they tell me that they're on medicine i guess they were having some sleeping issues and all sorts of stuff and at that point in time i'm just like hold on a second no no i can't deal with this this is incompetency because every single time that you fall through you know you have an excuse and this is our first event but it was too late in the game. We were just almost under uh, two weeks out of the program and I had to scramble. And so what I ended up doing was I ended up going with an event uh, staffing company where I thought that the event staffing company would give me the equivalent of a, uh, event, a planner. Of event planner. And what ended up happening was as weeks f- f- uh, went by, the, the two weeks that quickly went by, I started realizing that all these were was just event staffers, just, you know, those people that just don on a T-shirt, teenagers to maybe people in their early 20s that are in college and just trying to make a buck. And that's it. Like they weren't like professional, you know, event planners per se. Um, They were competent. They, they, They did well, but it wasn't an event planner. They weren't paid enough. And so. They were not willing to necessarily spend the time on the phone or in person or coming out before the event to make sure that they understood the vision because they just weren't being paid. They were being paid like an event staffer. And so on that day, we did not have an event planner. I ended up being the event planner. And so I'm backstage and I'm seeing things that have to be corrected and I'm just biting at the bits to get out there. At one time, I had to just walk out and be like, listen, everybody, listen, I am sorry, apologize, but we have to do it this way. We have to do it this way. Because right now, you're not moving this crowd fast enough. We've gotten, the crowd is wrapping around the building and we are losing time here. And we only have the building for a certain amount. We don't want to exhaust our fans out there in the rain. So let's move this line real quickly. Let's get three lines. This is how it's supposed to be. And I'm giving all these directions. And then I have to walk back backstage. So I have to go back in front of the crowd. The crowd didn't know this because You know, they where I was talking to the staffers. The crowds were both outside and inside the main auditorium. So in that space, I was able to talk to them without um, I think maybe one or two crowd um, one or two uh, people were there. But, man, it's just like I shouldn't have to do that. Like I shouldn't have had to do it on that level. And so the next time for sure, we are going to make sure that we have competent um, event planners and everything like that.
0: I hope so, because it was that was just exhausting on top of all of it. Oh, it's going to be very different next time. Very different. But so
1: but we enjoyed it. We had a great experience and, you know, we really made a connection with the fans. We had a great time and we are looking forward to the next one. So, you know, if you're one of our Honest Kids fans or you even are one of the listeners that listen to our podcast In our next meet and greet, you've had some great information. We try to educate you on finances, on the family, and just exploring the lighter side of life. And um, we want to have opportunities for um, even adult viewers to be able to have um, workshops uh, or at least sessions where some of your questions can be answered about entrepreneurship and how you can um, have seven streams of income, how can you supplement um your family income passive streams of income um, that is going to take your family to the next level because uh we all know that we have a responsibility to the next generation to create legacy and so we want to continue to be that voice that is helping to support your dreams for your family so that you can create your own financial empires and build happy homes
0: thanks for listening please make sure to leave a rating and review for us subscribe and share Join us again Monday through Friday. Show notes are found on theonyxlife.com. Join us on Instagram at theonyxlifeofficial. And you can follow Merthel and I on Twitter at Rita underscore Onyx and at Mitch underscore Onyx.
1: Now go live that Onyx life For change comes a challenge. See you next time.